Welcome to the Tortoise Quick Take Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Today, Tortoise provides a timely update on trending topics in the market. Hello, I am Tortoise Managing Director and Portfolio Manager Rob Gummel with this week's Tortoise Quick Take Podcast. The second quarter earnings season ended last week, and for many energy stocks, the second quarter of 2020 will go down as one of the worst in company's history. However, the Alarian Midstream Index delivered a total return during the earnings season that started on July 22nd of 6%, which is double the performance of the S&P 500 over the same period. Several signs that better days are ahead emerged last week. U.S. gasoline demand is within 7% of the prior year's level based on data reported last week. The U.S. Energy Information Administration's short-term energy outlook highlighted a 10% increase in global petroleum demand, with July demand rising to 93.4 million barrels per day from 85 million barrels per day in the second quarter of 2020. The EIA forecasts continued global consumption growth growing from here, approaching the pre-COVID levels of 100 million barrels a day by mid-2021. Similarly, U.S. oil production is forecasted to have bottomed in the second quarter of 2020 and will begin rebuilding but won't reach pre-COVID levels during the forecast period due to capital discipline and focus on free cash flow exhibited by U.S. oil producers. The most significant fundamental theme from the earnings season continues to be free cash flow generation. Every subsector in the energy sector emphasizes free cash flow. Typical production growth-focused Permian oil producers, Pioneer Natural Resources, Concho, and Diamondback, shifted messaging away from production growth, fully committing to returning cash to shareholders as commodity prices rise. You already know that energy infrastructure companies pay high dividends or distributions to shareholders. In the second quarter conference call, energy infrastructure companies highlighted operating leverage tied to underutilized pipelines that won't require additional capital expenditure as production volumes return. The result will be a rise in free cash flow growth over the next several years, producing a free cash flow yield that is meaningfully higher than the S&P 500. In addition, several energy infrastructure companies are just a few years away from meeting the requirement to be considered an S&P 500 dividend aristocrat. To be considered a dividend aristocrat, a company not only consistently pays a dividend, but it has raised its dividend for at least the past 25 years. The average dividend yield of the S&P 500 dividend aristocrats is 2.6%. Enterprise Products, Magellan Midstream, Enbridge, and TC Energy, also known as TransCanada, all have increased dividends or distributions for at least 19 years in a row. Enbridge has increased its dividend for 24 straight years, followed by TC Energy and Enterprise Products that have raised dividends or distributions for 22 consecutive years. Magellan Street is at 19 years. The average yield of these four energy infrastructure stocks today is 8%, or three times the 2.6% average dividend yield of the current dividend aristocrats. Now, to the most notable announcement from the earnings season. There's no question that BP stole the show, announcing a transition from being an international oil company for over a century to becoming an integrated energy company. What this means is that BP will reduce its oil and gas spending and production and accelerate solar and wind growth with a goal of becoming a global wind and solar leader by 2030. BP joins World at Shell, Equinor, and Total as international oil and gas producers in transition. These oil and gas producers in transition are following the course taken by several large global utilities over the last several years. 
Our team in London has identified and invested in several of the global utilities in transition that are transitioning to cleaner fuel sources to generate electricity, typically transitioning from coal to wind and solar. An example of a global utility in transition reported earnings last week. RWE Group is a German-listed utility that has been producing electricity for over 120 years and has a market cap of $25 billion in U.S. dollars. RWE has become a world leader in wind and solar electricity generation. RWE has transitioned its electricity generation fleet away from coal towards renewables, increasing its renewable generation capacity from 5% in 2010 to 23% in 2019. Now, what most people don't know about RWE is it owns a significant amount of wind and solar generation in the U.S. RWE operates over 3,500 megawatts of capacity in the U.S. In fact, RWE owns more wind and solar generation capacity in the U.S. than nine out of the top 10 electric utilities by market cap. At Tortoise, we expect global wind and solar capacity to grow by at least 10% a year over the next decade. And by 2022, RWE expects to increase its renewable electricity generation capacity by almost 50% over 2019 levels. This growth translates to earnings growth with analyst expectations of 14.5% EBITDA growth in 2020 and 9% growth in 2021. Combining the renewable infrastructure growth stocks that offer EBITDA and dividend growth with high yield provided by energy infrastructure stocks could be a compelling investment opportunity for investors looking for yield plus growth. And lastly, it's the time for corporate sustainability reports. Several energy infrastructure companies are publishing reports for the first time. Triple-A LNG provider, Chenier Energy, issued its first sustainable report highlighting how switching to natural gas has helped limit the rise in global emissions since 2010 and has avoided over 500 million metric tons of CO2 emissions between 2010 and 2018. Now, recall that the largest CO2 emitter in the world continues to be China, and Chenier's sustainability report notes that each U.S. LNG cargo to China displaces 140,000 metric tons of carbon dioxide in China. At Tortoise, we are encouraging energy companies to enhance ESG disclosures so that investors can understand the impact these companies are making. Those are the highlights from last week. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for joining us and stay tuned for our next cast. Have topics you want covered or other feedback to share? Write us at info at tortoiseadvisors.com. Nothing contained in this communication constitutes tax, legal, or investment advice. Investors must consult their tax advisor or legal counsel for advice and information concerning their particular situation. This podcast contains certain statements that may include forward-looking statements. All statements other than statements of historical fact included herein are forward-looking statements. Although Tortoise believes that the expectations reflected in these forward-looking statements are reasonable, they do involve assumptions, risks, and uncertainties, and these expectations may prove to be incorrect. Actual events could differ materially from those anticipated in these forward-looking statements as a result of a variety of factors. You should not place undue reliance on these forward-looking statements. This podcast reflects our views and opinions as of the date herein, which are subject to change at any time based on market and other conditions. We disclaim any responsibility to update these views. These views should not be relied on as investment advice or an indication of trading intention. 
discussion or analysis of any specific company-related news or investment sectors are meant primarily as a result of recent newsworthy events surrounding those companies or by way of providing updates on certain sectors of the market. Tortoise, through its family of registered investment advisors, does provide investment advice to Tortoise-related funds and others that includes investment into those sectors or companies discussed in these podcasts. As a result, Tortoise does stand to beneficially profit from any rise in value from many of the companies mentioned herein, including companies within the investment sectors broadly discussed.